Raccoonie. Papa. You hear that drizzling rain out there? It is drizzling cool. rain. Cold outside, too. Crisp. Cool. You think that's cold? Yeah, that is cold. No. That's like definition of cold. When you have to put a hoodie on, it's cold outside. It's cool. When you have to put a jacket on, or excuse me, a coat, then it's cold. What's the difference? What's the difference between a hoodie yeah. and a coat? Temperature-wise. I'm going to say a hoodie is 40, 45 degrees and 45 to 56. Okay. After 56, you can go long sleeve shirt, like long sleeve flannel. Like right. above 56, like 56 is what, like 60? 56 to 66. Okay. Is long sleeve flannel. So a coat's anything under 40, 45? 45 degrees. Uh, I'm going to say anything between 38 and 44 is hoodie with long sleeve. That way when you're working, you know what I mean? Yeah. When you're out there working, you get hot. Laboring, you know yeah. what I mean? You ain't burning up. And then when you drop down 38, you put, put the coat on, cuh. Well, so this morning I had a coat on. Why? Because it was cold outside. What was the temperature this morning? Mm, if I had to guess, it was probably low 50s. That's probably what it's been today. Okay, so why'd you have a coat on? We just established the parameters. Yeah, but it worked for what I needed it to. It did its job very well. <clears throat> You're weak. Whoa. You never would make it in Siberia? Yeah. You, I don't you, think I'd need a coat in Siberia, but... What would you need in Siberia? Is Siberia a very cold country? Are you, Siberia's in of, Russia. What... I'm thinking of like Siberian tiger. Coney. <laughs> you know where Siberia is. No, I don't. I don't I don't focus on countries around the world. I focus on the US of A. That's the only one that matters. Wow. So Red Blooded Outdoors. Ratchaloony. Why'd you say it like that? You said outdoors. Ratchaloony. Corned bread. What's cracking? What's crack a lacking, Jack? Not much. Just doing my thing. You, doing, know, how, you do. know how I do. Okay. Well, explain. I freaking went coon hunting yesterday. How'd that go? It went better than last week, that's for uh, sure. Talk to the people while I take this hoodie off because it's too Cut hot. Because it's hoodie weather. So we went out. Uh, we got out there about <clears throat> 8 o'clock. That's a because that, it'd been dark for about forty five minutes by then, and we went down. We drove on down the road and we cut loose and dogs sort of played around. This time we had a, the English dog and a cur dog with us. So what y'all trying to treat some squirrels? Hey, they they trying to get that cur dog trained coons. They'll do it. They'll do it. I had a mountain cur one time. And got a cur dog. His name's Smoke. Yeah. So like a gray and a white. It look, right. it's, it's a good looking dog. Yeah. 
We cut bob tail. Yeah, we cut loose and uh, they played around for probably thirty forty five minutes, just running back and forth down in the woods. They they didn't go no more than about two hundred yards. Right. They just kept coming back. So we we did that spot right there. Did that drop for about forty five minutes, I'd say, and then we went on down the road a little ways and cut loose again. They got down in there. They probably went about two, three hundred yards, and that cur dog would just come back and then go back out again and come yeah. back, go back. Does the cur dog hunt? Does it hunt squirrels? I can't remember if they said it a squirrel or not. They, yeah. I know they said whenever they're at the house and they let him out of the pen, he'll get gone all day and you won't never yeah. see him. Right. And he'll come back at night. Really? So I mean, he get he he'll get gone. Right. But they went down in there hunting, and that English dog, I think we ended up going, I think he was about 500 yards is what it was. Yeah. Went back in there and treed. Right. Matt Curdog, he walked with us the whole way back there and all the way back out, but he never seemed very interested I, to me. How old is he? I don't know. He ain't you know, very old. You know, dogs, a lot of times dogs are like people. You ever been around somebody doing something you're like, dang, I just don't think this joker's ever going to get it, ever going to understand it. And then built, all of a sudden, something clicks. And they write to it, son. I've seen it happen. I've seen a dog. You say, man, this thing ain't worth feeding a biscuit. And the next <laughs> thing you know, that joker's on fire, son. I'm talking about on fire. Maybe maybe something will click in him and he'll get to trying to tree some. Well, where to meet at? Y'all we, got tree? We Where? couldn't we couldn't find him. What kind of tree did you tree in? It's an oak tree. <clears throat> Big old oak tree. Did it still have a bunch of leaves in it? It actually that tree didn't have no leaves in it. It's like the only tree around that didn't have leaves. Right. I think it was dead. Do you think well you reckon it had a hole in it? There was a hole in the bottom. Yeah. But I don't think it would have run up that hole. Why don't you think so? It didn't seem like the hole went very far up the tree. You don't know that. Yeah, I don't. Did you stick your true. hand up in there? I ain't. Because you weak. I ain't going to. <laughs> you weak? No, I'm not weak. I'm smart. I'm I've not going to get bit out there. I've seen trees out there logging that looked like it was healthy trees. Just the healthiest tree in the world. Cut it down and the whole thing be hollering the inside. The whole thing. Be, be slap holler. I think this tree was just dead. Yeah. I do. It didn't have. It was like the only tree around that had no leaves. Right. I mean, not a leaf one. All the rest of the trees still got leaves on them, and they yeah. they just yellow <clears throat> or brown or whatever. Man, these sinuses been messing me up. No, about tired of that coughing you doing over there. I ain't coughed the first time. I don't know what them two things was you just did there, but it needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't don't let these folks hear you get your high tanned. On this podcast, I ain't above getting up, bending you over my knee, and just and just letting them hear what happens when the raccoonie has to has to get some uh put back in place, has to get lined up when he gets fed some cornbread. Yeah. <laughs> so you did a little coon hunting. Yeah, that's that's about all I've done this week. Work and school. Mm-hmm. Same old, same old. You didn't. You ain't hit the gymnasium. Mm-mm. What's up with that? I ain't gonna get on you too hard, but what? I mean, you was doing good. 
then all of a sudden well, I mean yes, yesterday well we'll go back to let's see Saturday what did I do Saturday we went hunting Saturday Saturday night cone hunting no you didn't no, deer you went hunting. to a bonfire yeah bonfire Saturday night cut deer meat up Sunday morning then we went to a little cookout thing Halloween things yeah, Sunday night that's right and went to school Monday and then come home, went to work, did my thing. That's and then right. we we tried to record a podcast Monday. Yeah. Yeah. You uh and th- that's go ahead. on the cornhole is when you learned learnt what bust means. Yeah. So the teams was you and me versus Buck and Blake. Mm-hmm. And uh that was the teams, and Blake asked you. But for for everybody that don't know Blake of the Blake Wright, three or seven project Blake asked Cooney, can can we bust? And your exact words was, Oh yeah, we can bust. Oh yeah, you we can could. bust. We you could bust. I did many times too. <laughs> so me and you's a playing, and of course I'm toting our team. Yeah, okay. I'm toting our team. I'm scoring all the points. Okay. And we get right down there to, you know, what anybody who plays a little bit of cornhole, not that I'm a cornhole master, uh, would say this this is going to be last board right here. This last board. Last board? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you hit one, got us to 19, and then I'd be dad blasted if you didn't throw one slap dab in the hole and bust us. And Blake said, that's bust. And uh, what is going over the house? It's airplane, the son. Cobs? I don't know. Something going on. Dad, bomb, son. I think he's pick it up about another yeah, 10,000. Really? <laughs> they were low. He need to get up in the air about another 10,000. Um, Blake said, that's bust. That's bust right there. And you said, what? What's, what's going on? What What happened? What, what you talking about, bust? Mm-hmm. So then we had to explain bus to you. But what was so interesting about that whole situation was Blake asked you at the beginning of the game, can we bust? And you said, oh, yeah, we can bust. Yeah, you can bust. Mm-hmm. And you didn't have uh, the slightest clue of what he was talking about. Nope. Why did you say Yes. It's just, it was instinct. Yeah, sure, we can bust. But but you didn't even know what he was talking about. I think I was thinking of like. Let, let me just tell you this right now. Answering something, yes or no, to something you don't have the slightest clue about is not good practice. Period. Why not? <laughs> I see it different. Uh, well, I, I see if I get asked something and I say, yeah, I'm about to learn something new if I don't know. Like bust, for instance, I didn't know what bust was. I said, "Yeah, I figured out what a bust, what bust meant." So now I know. Next time, if somebody says, "Can we bust?" My Lord, yeah. But here, here's a better practice of of learning. What does bust mean? When somebody says, "Can we bust?" You say, "Excuse me, sir. I don't know what you're talking about." Excuse me, sir. Could you explain this bus to me? Wouldn't that be a better practice? 
It might. And then that it won't way, be as fun. That way, when it's last board, when it's last board, you don't bust us, and then they win. Why are you spooking? I mean, out? I mean, Why yeah, are you spook sure, out we'll go, we'll go with that. You think it's better practice to ask questions? I don't. <laughs> I think it's better just to go with the flow yeah, and figure it out as we go. Let's just throw all logic to the wind. Exactly. Let's just be as ridiculous as possible. Something to come along, son. Wow. Damn. You're you're such a knothead, dude. <laughs> that's how that's how I've learned a lot of stuff that way. Just going with it. You've learned a lot of stuff willingly doing something. Yeah. That you didn't have a clue what in the world you was doing. Didn't even ask. Mm-hmm. How's that working out for you? Or how has it worked out for you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Why don't you ask me, hey, Daddy, you think I should drink something while I'm doing the podcast? Like you just did and did that serious gulp that everybody can you know, hear? You know, I seen a post on Facebook today that reminded me of this conversation right here. And it said, said I'm going to start practicing a, a new holiday I'm going to call November. Meaning I'm going to answer no to everything in the month of November. Wow. So I'm going to try that practice now. And I would have said, yeah, it's fine to drink something. Just back away from the mic when you swallow. Next time I'm going to pour it on the mic and drink it as it comes drips down off the mic. Well, they will be hearing you get realigned through my microphone when yours is over there going. <laughs> Will they not? No. So what you got planned? What's coming up? What's Cooney got planned? What's Cooney got planned? Yeah, Raccoonie. Uh, Cooney ain't got like anything planned specific. Yeah. I mean, we'll probably hunt this weekend. That's about it. Hey. The rut's hey. on, son. <laughs> the, the yeah, rut. I, did, I did. I seen five does come across the road. All at one time? No. Yeah. Like, as I was going down the road. Right. On the way coon hunting last night, and then on my way back, I seen one coyote cross the road. Right. Yeah. In about one of the same spots one of the deer did. Mm, yeah. So, there I mean, you go. I put two and two together, you know. Hey, the rut's on, son. It's time to set up. Peak day, they say, November 8th. Yeah, I ain't worried about that peak day mess. I'm just telling you what they said. All I know right now is them bucks is moving. It's time to try to find one of them. I do know something that we found earlier that was interesting. That little spotted skunk thing yeah. that I was doing not long ago. I seen on Facebook today where they found found one in a Tallulah, George, George State Park. All right, mister, I don't know where Siberia is. Tallulah Gorge. George. The Go- Gorge. Yeah, it is Gorge. Gorge State Park. Same thing. They know what I'm talking about. I didn't ask nobody how to say this word. I just said, I'm, hey, I'm going to say it the best I can. When you start looking up Tallulah George, you probably ain't going to find nothing. So you're going to guess. Oh, it must be just Tallulah Gorge. Everything's coming up. So Have they ever listed that thing as endangered here in Georgia? I can't remember if it's been listed as endangered or not. I mean. I, I think it was threatened, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you can technically still trap them things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the spotted skunk. They, the DNR, for y'all that don't know, we're in Georgia. They are all the time trying to find these spotted spotted skunks. 
It's called the Eastern Spotted Skunk. The last time one of these things, and this is just the this is reading from the little thing that Georgia DNR put on here on Facebook. Yeah. Says the last time they even got a picture of one was 2017. 2017. So from 2017 to <clears throat> 2021, there hadn't even been one seen. I never even knew there was such a thing until you either. started doing that. Exactly. Project for the DNR. I was like, spotted skunk. What in the world? You know, a old regular skunk. I'd seen them all the I time. I ain't never even seen a regular skunk. Yeah, I've seen. There are not really many of those around here where we're at, but now like up north Georgia, like Calhoun and uh there's a place called the pocket yeah uh you ever heard me talk about john's mountain and all that mm-hmm. i've seen a bunch of skunks up there I ain't, I ain't seen the first one i'd like to see one though the first time i ever really smelled a skunk i won't never forget it man this joker was we was hunting in a competition coon hunt and this joker had a big old waterhead blue dog i mean <laughs> This dog had a bulbous head, son. And we cut loose, and the dog's running there and struck and got treed. Nope, that blue dog, I don't remember his name. He wasn't treed. We started to him, and about 10 minutes into the walk, that big jug-headed thing come walking up through there. And hosh, almighty boy, he had done been sprayed by a skunk. And that was the awful. You talk about gagging and hacking. We couldn't get away from that dog quick enough, boy. Mm. That old boy took his dog back to the back to the dog box and pulled himself out of the cast. That's the first time I'd ever like really smelled it. You can smell them when they get run over and stuff like that. Going by, passing by them in a car or something. It ain't nothing like the fresh thing on a big jug-headed blue dog. I've always thought it's weird how stuff like like lets out a scent that you can smell before you even get to it, like a rattlesnake. Well, they they like it's like a must on a rattlesnake. You see what I'm saying? And I don't know the science behind it. I don't know, but a, like a big rattlesnake, I, I've smelt them things before. I remember I remember that where we hunt at in Cedar Town, that little private property we hunt. I remember when we was walking, walking all the way in the back where we don't never go. And I remember we was walking back in there, and, and we started smelling it. Mm-hmm. And Daddy goes, y'all smell that? And we're like, yeah, what is that? Daddy said, we ain't going no farther. There's a rattlesnake around here somewhere. Oh, yeah. Hey, you got to be wood wise for stuff I'm like the legend, that. I'm the legend. Yeah, I'm the legend. Yeah, I'm the legend. The legend. You got to be wood wise for stuff like I can that. I hear it now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm sure. What what you got over there? Do you got a cooney around the world? Cooney in a cooney around America? I mean, I see I you got some notes. I ain't got over. no cooney around the country today. I, I got this is from this is on ruffled grouse. Ruffled grouse. I bought me one of them there farmers almanacs. I seen I've seen some grouse, but I've never hunted grouse. I ain't I ain't never even seen one. They are primarily in the mountainous terrain here in Georgia. Yeah. In in the mountain counties. Now I did see one in a hunting club we had one time walking uh on Treat Mountain, which wouldn't that that area of Polk County, Georgia, is not considered to be I know that sounds silly, Treat Mountain, then I'm gonna say it's not considered to be a mountain county. 
Yeah. But it's not considered to be a mountain county. No. So it's come not. on. I mean, I mean, it's a grouse. So, think so, about it. So if this is not Cooney around the country, what is this? Oh. Cooney Wildlife Report. Okay, yeah, we'll go with that. That okay. sounds very awkward. But so you, you got your grouse. Well, you got a mullet, so you're already awkward. Oh, my God. No, I got a mullet, so I'm already cooler than you. Okay. But a, a, a grouse, okay, referred to by Native American tribes as the carpenter bird. The carpenter yeah. bird. Why? Because of a, the log that it stands on to make its drumming noise. It was okay. believed by Native Americans that a grouse, they're sort of like mating call. They'll find a mature tree that has fallen over or something like that, and they'll stand on that tree, and they'll take their wings, and they flap really hard. Now, you said a mature tree. A ma- like a big tree. Okay. Like that- they're trying to find a, a fairly a good-sized tree that they can stand on. Okay. This dead? Yeah. It'll okay. be a dead tree. And the Native Americans believed that the noise was made by their wings hitting the log. Right. Hence the name Carpenter Bird. Okay. But it really ain't. It's oh. the noise, the loud popping noises. It's like a vacuum type deal. The air where it's left without air from where they pull their wings out. Mm-hmm. When they go so fast, it sucks air back in. It sort of makes a popping noise. Okay. But they, they stand on the log and do it. Yeah. They stand on the log to make the noise. So do you think it's something where they they do that to sort of get up off the ground a little bit so their wings aren't hitting the ground? Maybe. I think I think so. Because you the think left. they're standing on the ground flapping their wings. Yeah. They're liable to get a leaf fly up in there. Leaves or sticks. Or so get their wing hooked on maybe, something. Maybe it keeps it clean out from under them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Interesting. But another thing I found it so it takes about seventeen weeks. So does the male do that? Yes, the oh. the male does that. It's like they're like a main call right. type deal. And the female comes to him? Supposedly. Okay. But now I've only read one article in this farmer's almanac. Right. But so in seventeen weeks a, a grouse is a fully grown grouse. Okay. So in their first in their first spot fall of their life. They find this drumming log, mm-hmm. and they stay within 300 yards of this drumming log. That's their like their home base or whatever. What would you call that? Their territory? Yeah. So they yeah. stay within 300 yards of this one drumming log their whole life. Really? So, I mean, it's, it's weird. Uh, so you were saying, are you sure that thing stays within 300 yards? That's what it says. 300 yards its whole life yeah are you sure about that i'm as sure as i could possibly be on this one article i've read i mean (laughs) i ain't no expert by no means but that that, that's what i've been told i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to look a little deeper into that ratchaloon hey i'm just telling you what i what i know now was that in this year's farmer's almanac it's the farmer's almanac of 2022. So, but it starts November of this year. Right. So, yeah, this year's. I've always found the the farmer's almanac to be very interesting. It's weird. It's interesting, but it's weird at the same time. That's another good topic for you. Is give us some give us some insight on the farmers, 
almanac. I will say this. I read that almanac, and it, it, it breaks down in there day by day of each month. Mm-hmm. Not really day by day, but it said the 1st through the 3rd of November of this year will be cold and dry. Well, it's the 3rd of November right now, and it's wet outside. But I'm going to give it to the farmer's almanac. I'm going to say it holds true because, I mean, it really didn't start for right. today. Yeah. Okay. So from the 1st of November yeah. to the 3rd of November, right? it said it was going to be cold and dry. It was going to be the weather. Right. I'm going to give it to them because it really didn't start doing this little rain thing it's doing about 6.37. after I walked in the house. To about 6.30 or 7. Right. And it was almost dark outside, so everybody was kind of wrapping the day up. So I'm going to give it to them. Okay. I'm just going to have to. All right. Is that is that it on the grouse report on the? Did you have any other interesting? I mean, uh, insights on ruffled grouse. They, man, that's a grouse is pretty much just like every other bird. Do you have an interest on giving us a, uh, some insight on the farmer's almanac in a upcoming podcast? I can get us. Because I would like to know more about the Farmer's Almanac. Oh, you, you want to know about it, I'll tell you about it. Okay. Now, this is the first Farmer's Almanac I've ever even bought right. in my life. Okay. And the Farmer's Almanac is pretty expensive. I think the book's $8. Where'd you get it at? The Publix. Right. Right here down the road. Let me see the cover of that jewel. That <laughs> thing got Benjamin Franklin on it, cuz. Let me it's see. Pretty this. sweet. I didn't know a farmer's almanac had. I thought it was just like telling you the weather. Right. It's got all kinds of stuff in there. It's got like the phases of the moon and signs. Like, are you pretty quick on finding this stuff? It says weather's weather forecast for fifteen regions of the United States. Oh yeah, it's it splits up the whole United States and tells you about what it's going it to be like that year. That year. Okay. Well. Right now, I'm going to test how quick you are on finding something. Find what the weather is going to be for the Ohio region the weekend of the 19th. November. Ready? Go. It's going to be cold and wet. I already know it. You already looked it up? Yeah, I already looked it up the other day. Cold and wet. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It actually has a, it has a temperature, and I want to say... Can't remember the temperature, but yeah, it's gonna be cold and wet. That's what it told me. So I well, well, in an upcoming podcast, I'm not gonna hold you to the next one because every time I do, let's be honest, do you even come real with it? I mean, you you didn't even have this SD card prepared for this podcast. How how much longer we got left on the SD card? Hey, we've only been gone for 27 minutes. We had an okay. hour and eight minutes on that thing. My gosh, Coney. So essentially what I just said is this podcast can be no longer than an hour and eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> man. Well, me and, me and uh, we went a-hunting this past weekend. And I took little G, my nephew, my 12-year-old nephew, deer hunting. And uh, Saturday morning. And we got into a spot there and. There was old doe come easing up on us, and I seen it coming. It was coming from my left, well, his left, too, but he was sitting on the right-hand side of me. And uh, I said, gee, here comes a deer. Don't move. Because at the time, she was 
moving toward us, and I didn't want her to see that movement. And uh, she gets about. Uh, is, it, is it okay if I take a drink? Yeah, just back away from the microphone. Okay. Nobody wants to hear you swallowing. Sound like you swallowing one of them frog things Jabba the Hutt eats in that movie Star Wars. I ain't never seen Star Wars. Um, so the doe gets past me, but it's about 20 feet from us mo- at the most. And I said, gee, she right there. Go ahead. And that little joker whooped his head around whoosh, and looked at that deer. I mean, he didn't barely move his head. He didn't start to ease the gun up. She she had her head down feeding, and he whooped his head around. Whoosh, and she picked up on that movement, son. And when she lifted her head up and seen us, she didn't waste no time. She was flagging us all the way down the hill. Now, what I mean by flagging is, you know what I mean. Yeah. She lifted her tail up, and all you seen was white, that white tail. She was gone. And went down that hill, never blew, never did nothing. I could have killed her with a flip. That's how close she was. could have killed her with a slingshot, I believe. A flip. Slingshot, uh, yeah. Um, so I was like, Dad, Bum G, you know better than to whoop your head around like that. And he said, yeah, I do. I damn wasn't thinking right. I said, all right. So we ended up, that was the only deer we seen Saturday. And uh, we ended up going hunting Sunday morning and trying to find them pigs. And man, them pigs has been whooping my tail. I'm talking about whooping my tail. But the reason they've been whooping my tail is normally where we hunt them on public land they generally have the gates shut and when i say gates i'm talking these woods road timber roads logging roads whatever you want to call it and uh you can hunt those roads if vehicles can't travel on them so we get out and hunt these roads and we was able to find tracks and all other kinds of stuff and fall off down in hollers walk on ridges, hit flats, whatever you want to call it, pinch points. and We get on them pigs pretty quick. Yeah. Not this year because they got too many dab-blasted gates open, man. They do have a lot of gates open. I don't really understand why they open up so many gates. I think the more gates, I think. I'm going to tell you why they got all these gates open. Most of the gates are closed is when the best hunting time is. I'm going to tell you why they're all open. And I ain't hating. This is just the truth. But ever since that dad blasted Pen Holty project and uh, hunt the public, everybody wants to hunt public land. So, and then you got that that land access pass now that the state sells for people to go out there and hike and this and that. And hey, all those people got the right just to be out there just as much as us. But for well over 20-something years of my hunting career, I've always had to walk. And now all of a sudden, they open in all these gates. And it's I'm having to, the areas we hunt just teetotally redo the way we hunt. Yeah. And that's a learning experience in and of itself. Just because we were so apt on hunting the roads, even deer hunting. We'd walk the road, see where the tracks were, 
and hunt off the roads. I remember. I'm, I remember last year it was going around real big. But then, like like you said, them hunting the public people and all that were, like, which they're doing essentially what we're doing. They're hunting public land. But right. a lot of people, was, a lot of people was getting on flat Facebook and stuff, and they were saying that the oh the state's paying those people to come out here and hunt, and it's make because it's making more people get out on public land and all that. Yeah, what do you think about that? I don't I think don't, that's true. I don't think that's true. Why would they do such a thing? I think they're they, they don't people saying that they're doing it for the money and all that. Oh, you mean uh, well, the majority of people that hunt. I don't know the statistics. I would say in Georgia, if you buy a sportsman's license, if you're a resident, I think it's seventy something dollars. Seventy five bucks. And that allows you to hunt public land. Mm-hmm. That gives you your archery, your big game firearms, your small game, your fishing license, and your public access. Is there anything I'm missing? It gives you a free well they say it's free uh hip permit which is migratory bird permit yeah oh uh, that, that's yeah. all it says on, on like the heart because i always get the hard copy yeah i pay that extra five bucks right but all it says on the back of there is your sportsman's hunting and fishing combo or whatever and then it says under that the, the little sip permit yeah and you get is it 12 deer tags 12 I think it's twelve, ain't I'm it? I'm pretty sure. Doe and two buck, uh, ten does and two bucks. Yeah, is that it? I'm pretty. Yeah, you can look. You can look it up on your harvest record real quick. That way we ain't giving misinformation. But I know this year it's going to be two turkey tags, and you got two bear tags. Really? Yeah, you got two bear tags, two turkey tags, and I think it's twelve deer tags. Didn't they just like? But but I'm gonna tell you right. Don't now. they break bear season though? They break that up between like regions of Georgia, don't they? Yes, yeah, they got a north, a middle, and a south. See what I'm saying? Yeah. So you got a north Georgia, a middle yes. Georgia, and I think the middle Georgia season's only one or two days. Yeah, it's ten ten does and two bucks. Ten does. Two bucks. On, on here it says, to, I got two bear tags. It says up to two, only one from northern zone if one taken from central or southern zone. Right. Yeah. But one, if you take two, one has to be from the northern zone, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And then I, on the turkey part, it's two. Right. And daily limit of one. Right. So you can only... But now your bear, you could kill two bear in a day. Yeah. You know, if if you wanted to do that traveling. Uh, your deer, you could kill all 12 deer in one day. Mm-hmm. If you kill 12 deer in a season, how's your mighty? You, you're doing well of good. But here's another interesting fact. The majority of these WMAs that have these quota hunts are these firearm hunts. Like that deer you killed, the last deer you killed on the uh, youth hunt. Mm-hmm. They tagged that deer for you. Yeah. They gave you a state tag. 
you didn't even have to put that on your harvest record. Nope. That was all. So, I, I mean, you could probably line it up to kill more than, way more than 12 deer. Well, I like to call that free deer. Free like, deer? Like, you know how when you're watching a baseball game, you know, you got your nine innings in a baseball game. Then it goes into that overtime, son. You're getting that 10th and 11th, that free baseball. Man, do not get me started on but, baseball. But then you you and you got these special hunts, and they yeah. giving me they they giving me a deer, a free deer, son. Right. That's all it is. That all hmm. it is is overtime deer hunting. But <laughs> <laughs> but wouldn't you only look at that if you was gonna as that if you was gonna fill all those tags? You're not gonna kill twelve deer. Yeah, but with that, I get the I'm able to kill. 13 deer you're actually able to kill more if you line it up and hunt them hunts yeah uh and then two turkey tags but you can only kill one turkey a day starting this coming season yeah before you could get all three of them at one time i mean hey you know me there was a time i went out there and i got two of them yeah one shot one shot so back to what i was talking about little g we looking for those pigs and those pigs kicking my tail so i told little g i said well if we see any squirrels while we're looking for these pigs you more than welcome to go for a squirrel and we went easing up through there and there set a squirrel on a limb I said there he is g get him he waited a little too long there goes that squirrel Going through the trees, son. Going through the trees, just working it. That's going to be the title of this podcast, okay? I'm going to figure out how to spell. And that's what we're going to name this this episode. Coney, that's what it sounds like when a squirrel is getting it through a tree. Oh, Gene Money, he's got that up. He's got that where he, the first, that first squirrel they ever killed with that gun was that fox squirrel, remember? Yeah. And he's got the, the tail of that fox squirrel pinned onto the sling of that twenty two. Yeah, it does. So we come up on another squirrel. And uh, we come up on another squirrel, and this squirrel's on the ground. I said, there he is, G, get him. He trying to ease up on him. Takes too long. Squirrel hits over a wide oak tree. Onto another tree. Onto another tree. I mean, he's just hopping trees. Little G and Buck's in there following him. Y'all out here hunting cartoon squirrels. <laughs> <laughs> they going down through there. Finally, he gets away. And uh, I got to thinking about that. I was tickled. I was laughing, you know, aggravating him. But I got to thinking about it that day, that evening. And uh, that we we started to record this podcast the other night, and I got I just had a dang mental block, man. I just got all discombobulated when I was talking about what I was thinking. When I start you know, started talking about God's perfect timing, and I don't know if I wasn't ready to. <laughs> I mean, if I wasn't taking in the right thoughts, if something was blocking me or what it was, and it just got all over me. And uh, 
Miss Joker was sitting here, and I can't, what was? Do you remember the words you're trying to say? No, I don't even remember it. But it, I just got all discombobulated, and I was like, Phew. I got to stop. I just, I got to stop. And uh, <clears throat> I prayed on it that night, and I prayed on it the next day, and. Uh, a buddy of mine, Mike Mike Bellini, that I met through Instagram and whatnot, he sent me he sent me a um, something on Instagram and I read it and man, it just sort of hit me and I thought on it some more and prayed on it and it, you know that happens to me sometimes. Uh, I just get not not so much stumped, but it just. I don't know if maybe I ain't in the right mindset in thinking about the word or if I'm wanting to explain it for the wrong reason. I'm, I just I can't even tell you what happened. You know what I mean? Anything I would say would be speculation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and it took me like, and you think to yourself, well, God's, God's timing, God's perfect timing. Why in the world would you have a mental block on that? Well, why in the world do I have a mess up half the stuff I mess up? You know what I mean? And um, it took me a while to work through that in my old. Maybe, maybe, maybe you got this all combobulated because that is God's time, and He wasn't. He didn't have it planned out. He wasn't ready for you to talk about that yet. Whoa, maybe Cooney. I mean, Co- I mean, it uh, makes sense, don't uh, it? Raccoonie. Raccoonie. That's what I'm talking about, son. That's what I'm talking about. Listen at you. You got anything else you want to add, Cooney? No. That's, that's all. You ain't got nothing else you want to add? No. Well, you know, God directs. And as I was thinking on this and, and praying on this and getting in the Word, you know, Proverbs 16, 9, A man's heart deviseth his way, but the Lord directeth his steps. And that sort of goes back to what you was just saying. You know, I had it planned out what I was going to say, what I was going to do, what I was going to talk about. And it wasn't, uh, maybe it wasn't God's timing for me to to talk about it right then. Because I can... I can make long-term plans, short-term plans. I can make all types of plans in my head. You know what I mean? And put them in my heart that this is what I want to do, that I want to do, and and not be directed by God, not be directed by the Lord, and end up with disappointment. Um. Does that make sense? What I just said? Yeah, I mean, you can have a plan. You could, you could sit down tonight and make a plan for five years in the future. Right. But if and God's if, timing doesn't say five years, that's what's going to happen. Then it ain't going to happen. Well, especially if it's all of yourself. Yeah. If it if you're not being directed by God, you know, uh, if we confide in the Lord. And let him bring us to where we're supposed to be. 
there's no room for that disappointment. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. There, there's by truly being directed by him. There's no room for that disappointment at all. That scratching noise you heard was me hitting this box. Is that? I said you were looking around like it was a rat. Yeah, here. I know. I was like, what in the world? That's me hitting this box. Um, as I was studying and, and reading in on it, you know, come across Proverbs three, five through six. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. And always acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Do you understand that? Mm-hmm. Spend time with God. Spend time with God. Pray. You know what I mean? Allow allow his word to to shape us. You know what I mean? Allow his word to shape us, to bend our knees before him, to him. Um submit. Submit to him. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just just thinking. Think all you want, bud. Come on in here. Talk if you want to. You know what I mean? Um, That's why. You know, I I don't think really the other night when I was going to talk about this, I didn't really, I didn't have all that. I didn't have that clear picture. You see what I'm saying? Of, uh, Of the submitting and the being directed. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I don't think I had that 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 full picture. Yeah, you still uh, had some more thinking to do. And, and, you know, the reason I thought about that was because G had it, it. That got on me because I just got to thinking. In my mind, I correlated it with, man, is it is it not interesting how little G tried to rush to see that deer. You know what I mean? All excited. Wanted to do this. Wanted to get this done. And it didn't work out. You know what I mean? It didn't work out. And then, and then, almost the opposite. When he was trying to get those squirrels, he went too slow. He had took what, what happened the day before. Man, I was too fast on that deer. And then he went completely the opposite way, right? Went too slow. And went way too slow. Have you have you ever, can you think of anything in your life that you could correlate going sort of the same way? I'm trying, trying, I'm trying to think of a time when something like that's, I, I can't really think of nothing. Right. Well, you're young. You a baby. Yeah, I'm a baby. You're just a little baby. Well, you know, we we all have a have a, a plan that's created for us. And God has us. The Lord has us. And if we pray to Him and keep the communication open, you know what I mean. If we're not praying, if we're not in the Word, yeah. To be honest with you. 
straight up, if I'm not praying and I'm not in the Word, my trust gets wild. You see what I'm saying? My trust gets wild. It's all about me, right? What my plans. But if we're in the Word and if we're praying and that, that communication is open, what He has for us, talking about wild, is beyond our wildest thoughts. What He has for us, the good. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The good. But it's His timing. It's His timing. You feel me? I do. Submit. Be, di be directed. Be directed. It just, you know, I got the, and it's interesting to me how, how I, when I thought about G, little G, you know, here I got a, a 12-year-old boy out here uh, seeing that play out this weekend and uh, that, that I got to thinking about it, my curiosity was spiked up about God's timing, God's perfect timing. You know what I mean? You went deep thought over there. I am. What you thinking about? Just thinking. <laughs> Just thinking. <laughs> you ain't got nothing to add? I don't think so. Well, well, what you got? What you got coming up? I think I already asked you that, didn't I? Did yeah. I? Apparently now I got a farmer's almanac research paper. I got to write up. Are you excited about it? Yeah. Are you? Now, this well, my, like I said, my first farmer's almanac. Well, so. why did you buy the farmer's almanac? Something, I've, I've always seen them, and right. I'm like, I've never, I've never actually even looked inside of a farmer's almanac. Right. And I'm into this old-timey stuff. I consider a farmer's almanac old-timey. Nobody really uses this thing anymore. Right. So I'm going to buy one see what's up is with there, it. Is there stories and stuff in there? Not really stories, I would say. Right. But there's, like I said, it's essentially just stuff you would need if you were, like, living off the land, essentially. You would you would have to have. There's, like, old folklore and... Okay. All kinds of stuff in there. Well, in an upcoming podcast, you're going to do a Cooney's Farmer's Almanac Report. Or, uh, I don't know if you'd call it, because you're not going to report on that specific Farmer's Almanac. We want to hear, I want to hear, <laughs> what the Farmer's Almanac's all about. Like the history of it, yeah, and stuff where it like was that. derived from, and and stuff like that. I'll figure it out. You down to it? I'll get it. I'll get all the information. You could. The ruts on. We're gonna deer hunt this weekend. I got some more jogging to do. Mm. Mm. Believe that. And uh, man, God's good. God works. Oh yeah. Praise God. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for all the blessings, Lord. All of them. You got anything you want to add? I know we keep saying it. I know we keep saying it, but we got some guests lined up. We do. We. Uh, I'm actually enjoying. 
I'm actually not that I didn't enjoy the gas, but I'm enjoying just this me and you rocking it on here uh, for these few weeks straight. Yeah, I've enjoyed it. I mean, I'm really enjoying it. What it is, I think. Are you are you full force raccooning now? You know what I mean. I'd say so. You it's starting. It's starting. It's it's getting more like a less like a. I don't know what you say. I would I mean, say that I, I becoming would, more of something. I'm like a hop, not really a hobby. It's becoming right. more of a. I don't even know what you'd call it. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> what I enjoy. I'm becoming one with the podcast. What I enjoy, and I've got a good bit of comments on it, a good bit of feedback that it is me and you, father and son, this little old knothead, that's becoming a young man, and it's just straight up conversation we you know this is who we are I hope you're entertained by it but it's all truth you know what I mean truth over entertainment is what I always say oh yeah you know what I mean sometimes I feel we do a real good job sometimes I feel we might fall a little short but we, we always put our best into it right oh yeah I do anyway. I don't know about you yeah I don't know you sometimes don't. you you over there just Barely got any SD card left. Yeah, yeah, we 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 had it uh, fifty three minutes right now. Fifty three minutes out of an hour and eight minutes. Well, I think we ain't gonna stretch that thing to the max, and then have some of it just be mid sentence cut off. What do you think? I believe that'd probably be our best bet. There you go. Well, Rack. I mean, if you got something else you want to say, we still got <laughs> we still got fifteen minutes left. And yeah, we still got 15 minutes, but I, th- I think I'm good for tonight. God's perfect timing. You know what I mean? Yeah. God's perfect timing. What you think? I agree. All right, buddy. I love you. Love I'm looking, you. I'm looking forward to deer hunting this weekend. Put smack down on them. Mate, what, what do they say? Don't worry, make it. <laughs> <laughs> no, not homes where you make it. BBD. There's going to be a big buck down. Come on. Nobody Come. says that. That's what they put on Facebook when they shoot a big no, buck. Nope. BBD. Big buck down. Okay. If, if you. If you if I kill a buck, I won't be putting that. But okay. Yeah, neither will I. <laughs> then why would you even say it? <laughs> All right, buddy. I love you. Love you. We will holler at y'all. Deuces.